It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. As historically good as the midterms were for the Democrats, Republicans scored a major victory on Wednesday night when eight days after voting ended, they hit the magic number of 218 House seats, thereby securing the majority for the 118th Congress that convenes in January. By the way, the race that put the Republicans over the top was from California's 27th district, where Republican Representative Mike Garcia beat another challenge by Democrat Christy Smith. President Biden easily carried that district in 2020, but Smith a former state lawmaker, lost to Garcia, a former Navy pilot, twice before in two matchups in 2020, a special election as well as a general election a few months later. Maybe California's 27th should have had a different candidate? Just saying. Anyway, it's looking like once all the results are in, the Republican Party will control the House with possibly the slimmest majority ever on record. Which leads us to leadership and the fate of current Speaker Nancy Pelosi. You may recall four years ago when the Democrats won back control of the House, she said she'd only serve in her role as leader for another four years. Well, we'll find out today what she plans to do. She's giving a speech on the House floor after she gets out of the closed-door caucus meeting. Reports early Thursday morning say she took two versions of her speech home last night, one in which she steps back from her leadership role and one in which she runs again. Stay tuned. Now, if Pelosi does step down as leader, there are a few people waiting in the wings with Congressman Hakeem Jeffries favored to win the post. And two considered his lieutenants, Catherine Clark and Pete Aguilar, currently the assistant speaker, and the Democratic Caucus vice chair looking to move into those number two and three spots, effectively replacing Steny Hoyer and Jim Clyburn, neither of whom have signaled their intention to step aside at the ages of 83 and 82, respectively. Just saying. Now, for those of us who were hoping for an alternative to the apparently already anointed as speaker-in-waiting Hakeem Jeffries, Adam Schiff has reportedly decided not to run for House leadership and will instead focus on a possible Senate bid. I guess I'll have to convince the 89-year-old Dianne Feinstein to retire already. Meanwhile, on the House side, Kevin McCarthy is trying to shore up enough votes to make him the new speaker. He won the vote to be House Republican leader 188 to 31, but he needs 218 to become speaker. To get there, he appears to be giving in to a number of demands from the Freedom Caucus, perhaps selling his soul, that is, if he had one to sell. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell won a secret ballot election to stay on as the Republican leader in the Senate, surviving a challenge from Senator Rick Scott of Florida. McConnell said he was pretty proud of the 37 to 10 to 1 victory. This was the first time anyone challenged him in his 15 years as leader of the Republican Senate conference. He's now on track to become the longest serving Senate party leader in the nation's history. As for the rest of the results, they're still counting in a handful of races. But a few more were decided yesterday, including California's 47th district, where Katie Porter won re-election. And 
In Los Angeles, where Karen Bass made history as the first woman elected mayor of Los Angeles, she defeated billionaire real estate developer Rick Caruso, who changed his party affiliation to Democratic shortly before entering the race. You know, the one who financed his own run, the most expensive campaign in L.A.'s history, to the tune of more than $100 million. Wow. Well, with the lame duck session in full swing and knowing that the House now will revert to Republican control in the next session, the Democrats are pushing an aggressive agenda, beginning with Wednesday's cloture vote to advance the Respect for Marriage Act that would codify protections for same-sex marriage. Twelve Republicans joined all the Democrats to limit debate for a final vote on its passage. The House would then have to approve this version and then would go to Biden for his signature. So what's different between this one and the version that the House passed this summer? Well, Senators Tammy Baldwin, Susan Collins, Kirsten Sinema, Tom Tillis, and Rob Portman put forth an amended version of the bill that includes language dealing with religious liberty concerns from Republicans. Go figure. Anyway, the final vote is likely to come after the Senate returns from the Thanksgiving break. And there's a lot more still to get done before the end of the year, including dealing with the debt ceiling, an NDAA, funding to help Ukraine, and on and on. An assault weapons ban would be nice, too. In other news, the torturous death of Twitter seems to be playing out in real time. New owner Elon Musk on Wednesday told Twitter employees to commit to a new, quote, hardcore version of the company or quit with severance pay. He did this in an email that gave them until Thursday to say whether they'd stick around as Musk transformed Twitter into a more engineer-driven platform. Hmm? In his letter, he said, this will mean working long hours at high intensity. Members of Twitter's trust and safety team tasked with blocking hate speech and misinformation were debating whether to resign en masse. Musk said on Wednesday he would eventually hire someone else to run Twitter. Good move. He may want to speed that up a bit. Meanwhile, Amazon is confirmed it has begun laying off employees a few days after multiple outlets reported planned cuts of about 10,000 people this week. But they're not the only tech company scaling back. Facebook parent Meta recently announced 11,000 job cuts. And Twitter, of course, has been slashing its workforce. And finally, the House is considering a Cherokee Nation case for representation. The principal chief of the 440,000-strong Cherokee Nation said that he expects Congress to live up to its promise to allow a native delegate in the House of Representatives. Chuck Hoskin Jr. spoke before a House committee hearing, saying he expected the delegate to be seated before the year's end, honoring a 187-year-old treaty. What are they waiting for? And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.